Thanks for listening into the Standard Red Journal Conference Line. Um, just moved the sharing ID to the National Breeder Showcase to 115 pound, the mid-high yearling sale to 114 pound, and the Orvish Smoker podcast on stallions to 113 pound. Going to be talking about the Shrocks dispersal, so we hope you enjoy. Just hang on the line. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Stephen Yoder, and you're listening to the Standard Bread Journal Podcast. So we waited a little extra long to get this podcast on, and uh, we actually didn't really advertise this thing. But the one that we really want you guys to listen to um, is about the weekend in De- in December, uh, the December horse sale here in Mount Hope, Ohio, what all happened Friday and Saturday nights. A little bit about the Shrocks dispersal sale, and then also... Um, as we all know, Aben had uh, quite a bit of horses here and the Saturday sale just overall in general. So uh, just me and Mark on this one. Mark, uh, what's your take on this thing? What all happened? It was pretty exciting. Uh, Friday evening, <clears throat> I went up there. Uh, there was a lot of new faces that you don't see mm-hmm. um, for the Friday and Saturday sale. Uh, Friday afternoon, there was a lot of new faces showed up, and I was like, oh, boy, this is going to be a good sale. Mm-hmm. And there was a different selection of horses. Of course, there was a lot of brood mares and young stock Friday evening, and so there was no surprise to see a lot of new faces. But mm-hmm. it was a very booming sale. Just uh, for a general overview, I thought it was over the top. Uh, yeah. But the quality was probably higher than, I mean, you know, it was comparable to a memorial sale, definitely. Oh, big time. It was crazy. Uh, the averages and the the highs and the lows and what all what all happened. I'm just looking here just for a crazy number. The top 200 horses. I just took 200 to just to, just to have a horse sale. The top 200 horses that would be on the Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Just the Saturday sale, sale averaged thirteen thousand two hundred forty nine dollars. The top 200 horses. It's very good. That is extremely good. Um, the top 30 for Saturday. Um, average $36,023.33 for the top 30 average. I mean, that's a trot and sale average. That's totally unheard of. Um, and the, uh, and that was with A-Ben's horses and the dealer's horses, but that's the crazy part about it. Uh, the dealer's horses were stacked. Obviously on Saturday, uh, the top horse was a hundred thousand right on the dot was an Andover Hall mare. Um, and then the next horse was another Andover Hall mare for 90,000. Next horse with the royalty for life mare eighty five thousand, and then the next one was seventy six thousand, forty thousand, thirty nine thousand, thirty eight, thirty eight thousand, thirty. It's just unbelievable the numbers that we saw on Saturday. Um, but obviously Friday night just blew my mind. Um, the Shrocks dispersal sale, probably the best dispersal sale that we ever had. Mm-hmm, Might definitely. be the best that ever happened. Um, you know, popping away. The, the ABC Dream on Mare, 110000 You know, nobody really knew what she was going to bring, uh, but definitely very exciting. What what was your, you know, what did you think about everything, Mark? Yeah, I thought <clears throat> Friday night was uh, started off very good. They started with Colts while well, they sold the stallion first, and then 
you brought what eighteen thousand, I think, and then uh, lot number two was a filly. She would have been a by the name of Drunken Dreams. She would have been a full sister to uh, a masterpiece. She brought fifty thousand. That kind of got stuff started. Mm -hmm. And then the next cult was that filly out of a Mohegan mare. Uh, she came in at thirty one thousand. I'm just paging through. Number four was another Aussie filly for twenty three thousand. And then uh, lot six was a standout. He brought uh, thirty four thousand. He was a Aussie colt out of uh, Trainer Dunn. Trainer Dunn is a full sister to uh, Neely Trainer. Neely Trainer. And uh, next one was Aussie Cold as well. These were all weanlings that we're talking about here, and he brought twenty four thousand. Next one, another Colt weanling, thirty thousand. Next one coming at eighteen five. And then they came to the yearlings. Uh, the first yearling filly brought thirty. Next one brought eighteen five. And they got into the four, the two year olds, and those first two ones brought right around forty. And then. Um, they had another one for 22 and yeah, I'm just paging through here. Um, that was before they even got into the proven mares. Oh, dude. pretty crazy numbers. Uh, they were, of course, they had proven siblings and stuff, a lot of them mm -hmm. and they were put together nice and everything had a great pedigree, but, um, it was pretty crazy to see. I didn't expect to see that, that high numbers. Mm -hmm. I knew a couple of them are going to bring a lot, but you know, the siblings do a couple great horses, but. Um, you know, the average all the way through there, through the Colts and the yearlings was very great, I thought. Well, if you just look at the Schrock sale and, and what it did, the average was 27979 Uh We sold, we sold, what was it, 37 head of horses. And the, uh, the total sale was over a million, a million dollars in 37 head of horses. They averaged 27000 just shy of $28,000. Um, you know, and we had wheelings in there, we had yearlings in there, we had, you know, proven mares mm -hmm. and, and so it's just, they had some of the best mares, you know, that you can offer for sale. Definitely. That's good Andover Hall mares. Um, and that pretty Levexter mare, uh, you know, that was kind of an outcross pedigree that you don't see a lot. And, you know, it was just exciting to see that they, you know, the success they had and to see who bought these horses. Um, if you look who bought that mare for 110000 the Rocketeer Partnership, the same people who bought Tough as Oz, guess who's going to be bred to Tough as Oz? You know, Masterpiece's Dam. Um, they also bought Trainer Dunn. So guess who's going to be bred? To, you know, and it's just exciting to see that. And then on Saturday, that Andover Hall mare for 100 who bought that one is the guys who bought Winning American. Mm -hmm. the st these guys are going at it seriously. Well, and that's and the best promotion you exactly. can do for your new stallion. Exactly. Uh, mm -hmm. Those yearlings are going to be worth a lot. And even if I'm a mare owner and I know that there's a couple top, top mares being bred to a horse, mm -hmm. I'm going to breed my mare to that horse. It, you know, that that opens it up big time because you know there's going to be a couple colts selling for a lot of money out of mm -hmm. that horse. Mm -hmm. And then that'll start, you know, get people thinking. Yeah. What 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 about the mares? You talked about the weanlings, the mares and the Shroxhill, Mark. What what do you have on those? Uh, <clears throat> the first uh, brood mare that came in, which actually she was a two year old. I'm still putting her in. Was Andover Hall Muscles Yankee filly. I think she brought twenty eight thousand. Uh, and then um, the first mare of the brood mares would have been ABC Dream on. She came in at one hundred ten thousand. We talked about her a little bit. Next mare uh, was the mother of uh, Monarch. 
uh, she brought 50,000. And then uh, next mare was a name by uh, Muscles Carbonero. Carbonero. She was a Muscles Yankee mare. She brought 35. Trainer Dunn was next, 56,000. Garmandese was next for 15. Uh, George's Wildflower, that was a little extra mare. She brought 37. And the she next was mare, in full of masterpiece. Yeah. It'd be exciting to see that full. She was a big mare, very big mare, and uh, she could perform very well. When I seen her drive, I just had to think, oh boy, how would that be sitting behind that mare? Uh, next mare was an uh, Andover Hall mare uh, for 27000 um, Next one was a DP Rose. She was an all-in tad mare for fifteen. Dancing Jewel, twenty nine five. She was a Pine Tucky. She was a nice driving oh, mare. Oh, yes, really nice. Uh, Letter of Intent, an Armbrose Scribe mare for 13 Uh Full Me Gypsy was another nice driving mare. Um, she brought 20000 She was by Deep Chip. Bondi Diamond, she was a nice black mare, uh, 23000 And uh, here comes Brooke. It was a Here Comes Herbie mare for sixteen. Uh, next mare was another Andover Hall mare, Powell Blue Chip for thirty-two thousand. Miss Flaggy Meadow was by Boy Band. She brought fourteen. Uh, Bon Appetite was the next mare. She brought twenty-two. See you later, Hanover was another Andover Hall mare. Uh, she had a Pine Chip mother. She brought uh, eighteen thousand. Which that she was, was actually a, she was a little cheap. Yeah, she was a little older. She was an 07 model. Mm, that might have been why. That might have been, but you know. Actually, so. that was that mare that they said you have to do live cover only. Oh, okay. That's what hurt her. But if somebody takes that mare home and raises a baby out of that mare, that is one sharp, sharp mare. She, she was, was a very big nice, black and over Very well mare. bred. Exactly right. Uh, lot 34 was an incredible eight mare for 22.5. She was also a little older. She was an 05 model. Real Sugar <clears throat> is a Guccio mare. I think she brought, what, 18.5? Mm-hmm. I don't have her mm-hmm. in my book here. Um. She yeah, brought, so. she bought uh, uh, 18000 is what she brought. Okay. That's kind of the overview of the mares just paging through my book there. Um, there was one uh, the one colt there in it to win it. It'll be interesting to see how that thing does. Uh, had about as good racing pedigree as anything they had that there. That was the EL Titan colt, eighteen yep. five. Yep. That was a good one. Um, but, yeah, that pretty much, I mean, it was an amazing weekend. Eighth ends, horses, obviously. I think he did really good. You know, he sold... His best mare for 185000 was the next one. They actually averaged $36,452. He had 22 head of, 21 head of horses there, and they averaged $36,452 um, for a total of 765500 So what a day he had. Um, very interesting. 100000 was his best one. 85000 was the next best one. 76000 Then it dropped down to 40000 38000 37,000, two at 36,000, 33, 30. Um, man, he just had a good lineup. Probably one of the, you know, the best lineup of fresh horses somebody could bring to a sale. Definitely. Uh, he was very strong there uh, mm-hmm. through the $30,000 range there. He had a lot of mares, which just looking at the pedigrees and, you know, how they were put together, they didn't have to even be hooked to bring that money. Yeah, his top five averaged 75,250. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. That was crazy. I'm I'm glad for him. That was, uh, I know, obviously his top ten averaged fifty three thousand four hundred and forty four, and a guy like him, the uh, he made he had to make the investment and he had to go out there and 
decide, hey, I'm going to spend some money and just do it and see what happens. There's a lot of work in that. Oh, big time. That doesn't just happen by just sitting around and hoping it happens. Big time. Um, I'm sure there was a lot of effort put into that Mm -hmm. to get all those horses Mm -hmm. together, uh, drive them, bring them to town in the shape they were in. I thought they all drove very happy and nice. Yeah, uh, very it was, nice driver. It was a good. It was a good. Uh, good day, but yeah. And uh, I thought all the other dealers did a great job as well, bringing oh, the best loads they ever had. The Hoover uh-huh. boys had it stacked. Yeah, I'm afraid there's not going to be a lot of fresh horses left uh, for a couple <laughs> months now, or really good ones, because everybody went and cleaned everything up just for this sale. It seemed. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, there is more out there, but. Um, yeah, the Hoover boys at that Andover Hall mare, she was very nice uh, while driving as well. Very, very sharp. Um, sure, we'll see more of her. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Kay, well, I tell you, that kind of sums up what we wanted to do is just get out a, you know, a shout out to everybody, you know, what this weekend brought. So our next podcast is probably um, going to be, we're going to try to get it for January 3rd. Uh, we're not really doing a sale, but we're going to be doing is talking about, which we could talk about. We're going to talk about Gordyville probably. That's right after Gordyville and a lot of hype coming up for that one. But probably we're going to talk January 3rd on on about, you know, getting ready for the breeding season is what we want to get on to. So, all right. Thanks, guys.